I'm Kate Daniels. With a greater number of people living longer and aging, we're seeing bigger numbers of cases of dementia and Alzheimer's. This is a challenge for all of us, for those afflicted, for the family, to know how to care and provide respect for their loved ones, and the caregivers, when a person needs to live in a care home, to know how to connect with each individual and help them live well. Mary Crescenzo is a master teaching artist, a pioneer in the field of community arts, and an advocate for creating awareness of the benefits of art for all ages. Mary is the author of the book, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide. Mary Crescenzo, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Good morning, Kate. Thank you. I just so appreciate who you are and this beautiful and important work that you are doing and bringing us this incredible book that's going to help all of us as we deal on life's journey in aging. Typically, it's in the aging stages of dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's. And this new book, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, Eight Ways the Arts Can Transform the Life of Your Loved One and Your Own. It's so beautiful. And honestly, it is a gift to have this. It's not just a guide. It's a gift. So thank you, of course, for writing it and for doing your work. Oh, you're most welcome. Um, uh, When I started my work way back when, I I never really thought it would turn into this very lifelong passion, although I was passionate about it from the beginning. And so I put this book together during COVID because I had to be at home, as we all had to be. And I wanted to be able to share what I have done for the past 30 years with others, caregivers, professionals, and personal family caregivers, how the arts can do this and how each of us can do what I did. Um, and so that was the, the impetus to write this, to share with others how art can bring uh, joy and creativity and dignity to not just the, the person with dementia, but also the caregiver. And as you say that about yourself, I think from early on in your high school years, you did some of this work in a nursing facility. And it occurred to me that you already had those seeds germinating and, you know, were only going to be enhanced as you went along. And then this world really opened up to you. Absolutely. That's exactly how it started. It was a summer job. I um, was an art major in high school, moving on to college as an arts major in education. And I, I, I took this summer job and just was amazed how these people would paint, sing, move. Um, sometimes they would speak coherently, sometimes not. Maybe they had Alzheimer's at the time. I didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. And yet I, I just felt the joy in the room. They would tell stories, sometimes laugh, sometimes cry. And it just, I knew in my, I've known all my life that art is special and is in all of us. It's innate. So that was my little seed. And then I went on to other careers in graduate school in art therapy and also another master's degree. But it was always in me. And yeah, and it, this all blossomed and it changed my life for, for the good, for the better. And so that is something that you offer to us that can transform our lives and 
the lives of those that are in our uh, sphere, the family, friends who are dealing with stages of uh, dementia and or Alzheimer's and what we can do to really make this a, a more connected and beautiful time together rather than one of wanting to avoid and just just being distraught. Yes, ab- absolutely. I, I, I have seen and processed over the years how art can be, um, it can be comprehensive, it can be alternative, it can be complementary to the everyday tasks that a caregiver or care partner um, is, is, is doing, whether it's cleaning, washing, feeding, just taking care of the everyday things. This is just a way to find a new and different way of connecting and communicating. Yeah. Yes. And and all of us, as you said, art is innate within all of us. And we might be surprised at what we are able to do and to bring to a connection. But it's not about, you know, being this perfect artist. It's it right. is about connection. It's all about connection. That's why we call it arts engagement. And um, you may have, you may be listening. Uh, one of your listeners may be listening and think that, um, oh, you know, I can't do this. I'm not an artist. I've never done this. And so, the book also talks and speaks to uh, how everyone can do this because it is an innate. In us, it's self, it's self-expression, and we all have that in our emotion. I think what happens is, Kate, that, and I find this when I ask this question to people who say, "Oh, I can't do art. I can't sing. I can't do this." Whether it was children that I worked with, or well adults, or anyone that I worked with, or caregivers, and I say this question, I say, "Did someone in your life ever tell you, maybe a parent, a peer, a sibling, a teacher?" Did they ever tell you that you can't fill in the blank, do paint, draw, sing? And the answer is always yes. And so I say, well, that's not correct. (laughs) You can do this. And now that people close themselves up to this, but we all have this. So that's also my job to say, you can do this. Let me show you how. And there's a lot of step-by-step, easy step-by-step ways to do this in the book, including like do's and don'ts, um, specifically with someone with dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, and so that really helps to give the care person, the caregiver, confidence. And then they start blossoming and seeing the joy. I also, if I may, would like to say that um, dementia is a large umbrella and the biggest part under it is the is Alzheimer's as a disease, and then there are various forms of dementia. Um, this book, although called the Planet Alzheimer's Guide, works in various stages, and also with various forms of dementia and Alzheimer's itself. So maybe we should take a, a slight detour around the word planet, because you also have written a play called Planet A, and it all really makes so much good sense, but just for the sake of more insight and understanding, uh, tell us about planet. Okay. Um, The concept of planet came to me 
when I began working in this setting because I felt I was entering a foreign place, a different world. I had no one in my family who had Alzheimer's, but I did have this passion for what art can do. And so that's where the concept came from. When I walked in, it was a whole other world and different rules and positive, negative things were going on. There was good, there was bad, there was ugly things that I saw. But I was a visitor, and so when, when you enter something like that, you're kind of an observer. But when I go, went home and I left the planet, Alzheimer's, at first I would just start crying in the car. I was overwhelmed and, um, with joy and also with pain of what I, what I saw. And so what I did was, I went home, and to process this, I wrote uh, persona poems, statements as if they were monologues, if the, the persons that I met were speaking, speaking from what I felt through imagination and observation they are trying to tell me they would want to say if they could. And then that expanded to the voices of family members who came to visit, who I felt were saying things that they wanted to say because they felt their loved one didn't know it, didn't understand, or things they would never say to this person in a different circumstance. Also people who worked there. So I began this collection of inhabitants of planet Alzheimer's, and it turned into the play Planet A. And it's basically monologue-based with a story of one person traveling through as a thread, but all the people speaking what they, what I think they would like to tell us. So in the theater world, it's called no fourth wall. There's no, they talk to the audience. They interact with the audience. And it is an intense play, but it is also a positive affirmation about that we are, although we may not think so, very, very similar to persons with Alzheimer's or other diseases because we still have the human spirit in us. So... Planet A came about before the book, and that also helped me to create this guide. So that's what Planet A is about. And we recently did, in June, at the Topanga Library, where I live, um, a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association. And we always have a Q&A after with a person from either the Alzheimer's Association or another sanctioned association related to Alzheimer's, because people that are in the audience need to talk about their experience or ask questions about the myths. So um, this is available, the play is available for licensing to educational organizations or any group that would like to learn more, again, through the arts, because this is an artistic form, and that's what I know best. So that's why I put together this play. And it sounds marvelous, and I appreciate how it allows us then to have this insight, uh, gives us some understanding in, a, in a, this world of Alzheimer's that we're still grappling to understand because we really know so little. But any of us who get some insights and are able to share them, I think, uh, are, are really benefiting all of us. So Planet A is the dramatic presentation. And then the concept of planet gives us that insight as to what is kind of going on, what we might see as as this different place. But 
helping us to navigate and and have that as a as a basis i feel absolutely that's exactly how i see it as well it's it's a, a different place to us but we must enter it if we want to understand um and in doing so i i know personally i've learned so much from being in that space in that world and working there and your experience, as you share in this book, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, has been, even though at times you shared how it, it has been painful, but there has been so much that has been beautiful and wonderful gifts of the people that you've connected with. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've learned so much from them, from their art, from being in the space with them, from watching their creative spirit blossom, uh, watching them interact, watching relaxation occur, watching stimulation occur, socialization occur. Um, I really feel that each of these people that I've worked with, and there's hundreds of people, I kind of feel like they're my family um, in certain ways, because it is an intimate thing to sit down, be in the moment, and use various art forms to just be. And there's so much joy in this as well, as well as the pain of, of the, whole, the whole world that exists. But there is that. And for me, that was just, that was wonderful. I wanted other people, not just uh, the personal caregiver or the professional caregiver. I, I want to recommend that you bring your family in, bring your children in, children, grandchildren, and children are great at this. They don't judge. They don't worry about anything. They just want to make art. And they, in itself, will illustrate how this can be so beautiful if we just uh, don't judge, have no expectations, don't worry about being perfect, just be in the process. And this book gives you gentle, uh, fluid guidance as to how you can do this. I love that. Gentle and fluid. And in the context of of that, it, it just reminds me how when we are visiting with or being with someone who is dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's, to just pick up on cues too and not feel that it has to look or be a certain way is to really just stay in tune. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, I like to say that uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, it's a dance, and they lead and we follow. Mm. So that's, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, th- I think that's a, a beautiful, a perfect metaphor, and, and actually one that brings to mind, I had thought of this earlier when I was thinking about music and movement, um, and I think it was really a story I'd read in Chicken Soup for the Soul, one mm-hmm. out of one of those many books, mm-hmm. uh, about uh, someone who had had an experience was um, working with the elderly with dementia or Alzheimer's, and how playing the music of that era all of a sudden uh, you know, it's like years fell away, and this the people were able, or some of them at least, just kind of really responded and had this energized life within them, and they danced like the movements they hadn't been 
able to even walk very well for ages. Yes, that kind absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that is that so happens now. Of course, if somebody is um, frail and cannot really move around, what I usually would do, and I always had some um, uh, support workers, aides there with me, they might sit with them and sway with them or stand with them and just kind of hold their hands because uh, people that work with them every day are so in tune to that aspect. But they're not as in tune to the how, like what the arts can do. So um, we kind of did this together, and I also... Uh, trained at facilities, the workers there, so they could they could do this as well. But yes, um, even if I, I could have run the gamut in a room when I was playing music, people would sing, people would clap, people would smile, people would start conversations about the, the artists who the, the singers, Frank Sinatra or whomever might I might have played. But you can just see, even if it's subtle. There's something in a person's eyes when they can hear music played loud enough, but not too loud, uh, taking that into consideration. You can just see the spark because every one of us, think about how you think of a song. You hear a song and it brings back emotion. And those with Alzheimer's and dementia, their emotional part of their brain is intact. And it sometimes seems almost exaggerated because their emotions can be so strong. So that is where art kicks in. That is where art lives. And so, yeah, music, not just, and not just music and drawing, because people sometimes think art is just visual art. Um, what I might do is start uh, a poem that I know was something that might be in their life. Um, years ago, they used to ask us to memorize poems, so mm-hmm. not so much anymore. But the poetry that of that person's era might spark uh, a line or two from them, or a story, or I like to take out photos, uh, personal photos, or just photos from art books or famous uh, artists, and just start a conversation. I never say, who's this? Because that's a memory. We don't want to deal in that. I might say, what is this person doing? Uh, maybe it's somebody on a bike, somebody cooking. And that starts a conversation. Now, does the conversation go in the direction that my mind might go, maybe not. Maybe it may seem abstract. Maybe there might be questions that they might ask that have nothing to do with that. But guess what? You're communicating. You're making a conversation. Let that in itself be your connection. Think how different that is instead of putting someone in front of a television because you don't know what else to do. Think about how just being face-to-face, looking in someone's eyes. You might cry. You might laugh. But you know what? There are your emotions being ignited. And it's all about engagement. Yes. And you know, as we are at this time of the year where there are the families coming together, the holidays, the the celebrations, these connections, this is a good reminder to to be aware of that and to let go of preconceived ideas of what it should look like and be more in the moment and be respectful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there is a dignity to art and it's unique. Um, take your person's artwork and hang it on their wall. Um, 
the artwork belongs to them, but the family is who's in charge of them could maybe distribute it um, to family members. It's a legacy. It's a stamp of who they are. So, yes, I, always important for me to have respect and dignity for this person that I am coming face to face with. And it's not easy if you're a family member because you have memories, but you can work in the present. And art's a magical thing. Um, see what it can do. Try it once. doesn't work. Try it again. I'm also available, by the way, through my website, marycrescenzo.com. Uh, you can contact me there if you have any questions about anything in the book. Um, I'm here to answer your questions. Which is great. And that website, as you said, is Mary Crescenzo. And just to understand this spelling, to be sure, C-R-E-S-C-E-N-Z-O. And, yes. and we and I did see on the website, Mary, that you're on so many socials. So there's a way to connect to any of them that we might have kind of more of a, a connection with uh, from the website. Right. Yeah, as a contact button, too, on the website, but certainly through all the socials, you can reach me. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, the a book is discussed on the website as well, and just know that the book that we are talking about this morning, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, is available through all of our favorite bookstores. And, of course, if you don't find it there, just simply ask, and it can be ordered, Right. Right. At this point, um, it is actually, unfortunately, not yet in bookstores, but it is in through Amazon. And there is a link on the website to pick it up through Amazon. Um, I am trying to get it into various bookstores, which I, is part of what I, all the work that I do. Um, but right now you can get it through Amazon or you can contact me too. So we can go about it in whatever way might, might work best for you. Great. And and the thing is, I feel it's good to uh, go in and ask for it because maybe yes. they're not aware and they ought to be. I mean, that's, that's my part of my big purpose is to help us understand in the areas of our life that can be so challenging. And I find that the Planet Alzheimer's Guide is such a great resource. And it's a gift to us, as I said way earlier. It's a gift in how we can navigate our lives. And the fact of the matter is, probably the majority of us are being affected in one way or another by this disease. And the more we can understand, the better it is for our health, as well as for our friend or family member. Right. That's true. And everybody knows someone who knows someone who has Alzheimer's. So that is the way it does touch us all. I also forgot to mention Chapter 8 in the book. Um, for It's specifically guided for caregivers. Ah, and yes. it's care, called Caring for Yourself Through Art while, we care, while You Care for Your Loved One. It's a chapter on creative writing. And it is a way to create for yourself in a safe place, in a journal or in your laptop or your computer, a way to express yourself, to gain relaxation, uh, rejuvenation, respite. And we all need to express ourselves. And there are prompts in the book of what you can do, how you can do this. And some caregivers will say, I don't have time to do this. I'm busy taking care of my loved one. All you need is five minutes 
just five minutes to do this, and you'll see how cathartic it is. It's such, and this, how did I find this out? I found this out when, as I mentioned earlier, I would come home and be so overwhelmed, and I thought, what can I do? I can write, and anyone can do this. So that's how I developed this, and it's also a workshop that I give for caregivers, creative writing for caregivers. You can really let yourself go, express yourself, and just feel like it's on the paper, which gives you like a sigh of relief. Nobody has to see it. It's for you. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing when we do this kind of writing is how it takes that energy from inside and puts it out there. So essentially, it, it's, it helps to relieve that tension and the pain or whatever the, the energy is, which is often a, a kind of negative energy. It puts Absolutely. it out there. But then there's also sometimes uh, we get into almost like a stream of consciousness or something where mm-hmm. all of a sudden we become aware of something we really that was unconscious and it's it's really important or can be a message to where we are right now yes kate that is so so true because when you're writing it's again in the moment you're not thinking don't worry about grammar spelling if the sentence is properly written just let your pen move and if you're thinking like well what do i write about there are prompts in this book like for example write about your loved one's hands write about your kitchen, just write about a tree. And you'll be surprised, as you said, what messages it gives us and how it just gives us that deep breath to set these things a little bit away from ourselves. And we discover things about ourselves as well. So this is something very specific for, for care partners. Um, when I first started, I was kind of naive many years ago, and I thought, well, I could get the persons with Alzheimer's to write. And some people could, but for the most part, that was not available to them due to motor skills, etc. But then I realized, well, I can do this for my emotions, and so can the caregivers. Exactly. And we do need to do that so we still have the energy to continue. And um it, it does do that for us. It, it gives us some of that buoyancy, I guess. Absolutely. That's a great, great word for it. Um, yeah, you know, when I began, I, when I gave my, my speech um, recently in September, I was, I am honored and thrilled to have um, received the MODS Award yes. for innovation, individual innovation in dementia care. And um, when I, I gave that speech, I remember saying, like, As a high school student, I had no idea this would be such an important part of my life. I had no idea we'd be standing here and reaching so many people, not just through the award, but through the book and through the play. And it just humbles me. And this is a gift that was given to me by by people I worked with. And and that in itself is just so beautiful that... Seeing that those gifts come to us, your your life's work came to you in this way, and I, there's such a message there for all of us. So, I am I'm glad that you mentioned that the being the 2022 winner of the uh, individual Mods Award for Innovation in Dementia Care, Mary, because this again just underscores 
all that you have shared with us and this book, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, being just an incredible resource that will help each and every one of us, you know, in, in for ourselves in so many different shapes and forms, and certainly for those that we care about and love. Yes, and, and if I may say, there's a lot of lessons in here about creativity and caring for ourselves that anybody could use, uh, even mm. just with each other, with ourselves, with a person with any kind of special need, or just being a human on this planet, art is there for us. And it can only just help us to be um, a more sensitive, uh, deeper person, and it, it teaches us so much. So the book is a guide, but also talks about the journey, my journey, and the philosophy of what art can do. And it, again, is just such an incredible work it's and it's easy reading. It's not the scientific yes. journal that, oh, we feel like oh, I really need to just kind of get weighed down here. No, this is a, really a page turner because there's just so much that is uplifting and encouraging and insightful. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's written to each and every one of you who read it, and I hope that each and every one of you who do read it and hear us today will just give it a try and know that art is in all of us. It's a creative spirit. And uh, in the book, I have a quote from my mentor. And every time I read it, I get emotional, but I'm going to try to get through it. And his name was Mel Lee. And he said, don't miss out on the beauty of a spirit not gone. Mm. That sums it all up to me. It does. Thank you for sharing the quote and thank you for you and the work you're doing and taking time with us this morning, Mary. Thank you so much. It's my great and humble pleasure to be with you, Kate, and to be with your listeners.